Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Breaking the Barrier podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm running solo today. Well, almost solo. I have an interview with Mike Ginsell. You can find him on Instagram at Mike to the fullest. Mike, the number two, the fullest. So I'm very excited to have this chat with him. Mike's been a client of mine for about a year and a half, uh, both life coaching and with this conversation that we're about to talk about. He went into more of a personal training aspect of my coaching for him. Now, of course, he does his personal training with Andrew Latomsky. Uh, you can find him at Instagram at Andrew Latomsky or Thor of Oz. And he decided to go a little bit with me in terms of his training because he specifically wanted to get ready for his very first 10K race. So we're going to have a little bit of a chat about that. And I don't want to waste any time. We're going to get right into it. So here is my chat with Mike Ginsell. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the episode of the Breaking the Barrier podcast, where I have, as I alluded to in the intro, I've got Mike Ginsell here with me. We're going to talk a little bit about his journey the past uh, few months leading up to his his race, was it a success? Was it a failure? Who knows? We don't know. We haven't talked to him yet, so we're going to find out now. I know because, you know, he's my client, so whatever. Mike, how you doing? Spoiler alert. Exactly. I know, right? Hey, what's going on? Breaking the barrier. Glad to be back for a second round. Uh, Hello, probably, Andrew. I should, I should have probably started off with that. This is, of course, Mike's second time on the podcast. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it where he talked a little bit about uh, his journey in general, his fitness journey in general. Wow. Great save. Great save. What? Didn't even remember I was on the podcast. The I did time. remember. I just Quali- didn't. Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> Great quality time here. Uh, yes. Yes. I'm back for round two of this, you know, torture. I mean, yeah. no, it's going to be a great interview. Just, oh, I love running. It's just, ah, uh, if, if 10 year old Mike could hear me saying how much I love running now, I, he would be like, what? Well, it's really, that's a really interesting point. Cause like, if you look at, and I hate to say it, I don't mean it to sound this way, but when you look at your before picture and you look at your now picture, your before picture was not the picture of a of anybody that you would think, and runners come in all shapes and sizes, of course, but you wouldn't of look course. at your before pay, uh, picture and say, oh, that guy's probably capable of running a 10K. Um, probably. I The only thing he would probably be running to is the Pizza Hut buffet down the street. I mean, let's be real. I mean, I always said that, for me, there's little Debbies and then there's big Debras. I was a big Debra. Nice. I'm not gonna lie. I like that spot. And I don't mean that in an insulting way because there were runners of all shapes and sizes at mm. my 10K, and I applaud anyone at any size to run any sort of distance. But I'm speaking for me. I had zero to negative probably uh, experience with physical fitness up until the last four years of my life, and then even further with the training of the 10K that we did over the last several months yeah well it, it was or a month yeah it was really it was only, well, let's get into it It was only kind of like so you decided you wanted to run this 10k now whilst you were running this 10k you were also still uh wanting to stick to your original goals of course working with andy um uh that's that's thor of oz everybody andy latomsky andrew latomsky on instagram um working with him fat loss weight loss sort of building muscle so we only really prepared for this 10k for about a month. So why don't you start there? So A, let's let's start. What made you decide to sign up for a 10K? Like what was the uh, logic there? Well, 
there's a very wise life coach named Melbourne Superman. He was like, you should run. And I'm like, you don't know me. But <laughs> to be honest, I, to be honest, I mean, I've always kind of, that was one thing that I will say that in 2014, I ran a 5k. That was the biggest loser run walk, which was, if, I'm sure the biggest loser was big in Australia in the early 2000s. I remember it vaguely being big in that country. Yeah. Um, speaking to Australian viewers, but viewers from all around the world, the biggest loser was a weight loss show where we celebrated people losing weight. Yay. But it was in a very unhealthy way as we learned later on in life. But the biggest loser had a, a 5k event. It was like a run walk. And I was in the middle of my Weight Watchers journey in 2014, which is the, the weight loss program that in hindsight, wasn't the best thing for me. Yep. But I had my little moment of like, I'm going to go run a 5k and I'm going to go do it. And I won my division, which was only three people. Good times. We winning all is winning, man. Winning is winning. It was winning. I was fourth the entire event. I found my old pictures from it from 2014. It was one of the first few pictures on the iPhone that I had. And I was like, oh, wow, I forgot that I finished in fourth out of 200 people because I was probably one of the only few running the event. It was held at um, Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson, New Jersey, which I'm originally from that area. So for me, running through the park and running through like the wooded area, it was a great little reminder as I was about to take this next chapter of my life moving to Orlando, where I'm currently in. Mm. I was like, this is a great, great little send off. I've lost 40 pounds and I was doing Weight Watchers and I'm running a 5K. How, how exciting. Rewind back to 2018 and I had regained all my weight and then some because, spoiler alert, Weight Watchers doesn't really work for some people. Works for some, but not all. Uh, I didn't think I would ever run a 5K again. I didn't think I ever was. Running was just horrible for me growing up. I hate it because gym class was just the worst. But I had seen uh, there's a uh, the, the, the 10K I went with a company called Best Damn Race. Well, they hold these events in the Southeast United States throughout the year. And I'd seen it here and there on Instagram. I'd seen it here and there in my social medias. And I eventually in the back of my head was like, I really want to try this again. It's something that, you know, pushes me to another, to another level of fitness, to another level of health. And, you know, I would definitely say, and think I'm sure the head's gonna get really big after this statement. I mean, your 50K really did inspire me. I'm like, listen, if he can run a 50K, and go through all of that through the hour and a half episode he went through with, you know, Zach and all them. Shout out to Zach. We'll miss you, bud. Um, I was like, wow, if he can do that, what's stopping me from doing a 10K? I mean, it was, so, it was like 55K, but that's fine. Okay, I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> just those last 5Ks, do they really I can't, matter? Do you know what the problem is? Do you know what the problem is? I can't just take a compliment. I, I just can't. It's not you really possible. can't. It's not possible. We 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 could we could discuss that in another episode, but like maybe really, I need a life no, coach. <laughs> the life coach needs a life. The life coach needs a life coach. Indeed. That'd be a great episode. But I was like, you know what? I can do this. Let mm. me do it. And then the, the event was literally a month away. And I'm like, oh, I could do it. I could do it. And then I signed up. And I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do it. What am I doing with my life? And I'm like, you know what? Let me ask my life coach, who is also a runner and the whole story so i told you and you just got incredibly giddy um you were like you had all these plans you had everything set up like i'm gonna talk to thor i'm gonna talk to we're gonna make a plan we're gonna build you better faster stronger you know i was like oh god what did i get myself into and then you sent me the plan and i'm like all right well let's run a 10k and thus the 30-day challenge of 
not even couch to 10k it was like semi-fitness to 10k yeah i mean it was when you think of when you think of a running sort of plan yeah especially when you're uh going for a race nine times probably 10 times out of 10 really it's going to be a longer program than a month so we really did a compact program for you like i just put together some things from like a couch to 10k but really just put it together and we did a mix of um you know sort of uh, time trials um distance trials like how uh, complete x distance in as little time as possible then we would do 30 seconds run followed by like two minute walk and we just kind of built it up from there um so with that plan let's uh let's let's get honest here so how well did you stick to that plan leading up to the the race i really tried my best honestly and i was about you could see in my mouth i was about to say that first run walk that we did like the 30 second two minute i was dying by by minute 12. i was like heaving i was not having this i was yeah. like this is some absolute crap i am not why am i doing this and i'm like it was like wh what am i getting myself into and this is six miles and i'm there's no way no way to be but fair it's 6.2 so I, look at me rounding down for everything okay <laughs> you gotta round I, up I man you gotta do it you're a runner now I, I was gonna run a 47 mile race let me tell you no i was gonna <laughs> I, I but i knew that in a way i was like i'm doing this for me obviously but i'm like you know my team is behind me i mean team accountable has been behind me since the in its, in its since in its inception mm. Team Accountable, of course, being the team that Andy, both Andy's, yourself, and Andrew Tomsky are part of, where we, you know, have a community of cosplayers coming together to for health fitness. And I've been there since the very beginning, being one of the original U.S. members. And I'm like, you know, Team Accountable would want me to go as hard as I can, but smart, of course, but but to go as hard as I can and do this. And I really relied on that inner strength that I've started to develop. I mean, you being my coach. I have been through a transformation over the last, especially year, where my life has slowly been changing in such positive ways. And I'm like, this is just another step in the right direction. So I knew that if I quit or if I didn't do this, I wouldn't be just letting you down or Thor down or Team Campbell down. I would be letting myself down because I know I'm capable of doing this. I know that in my heart, I can't fail this. There's no way. If I cross that finish line in dead last, at the very end, right before getting DQ'd for going too slow, I still won in my heart. I knew I still won. So I was like, you know what? Let me let me do this for not just everyone, but do this for myself and finally put that to rest of that old mentality of, I can't do this. And I was bad at running as a child and I was bad at running in college. And I was just, da, 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 da. I'm like, no, this is now. This is the now. This is no longer about old Mike. This is no longer about 300 pound Mike. This is about the Mike who is now here present and smashing goals and breaking barriers. Hey, that's who you did there. Hey, that was nice. I've got a recording video. Yeah, that wink was totally subtle. Yeah. Yay for video chats. Everybody can find this on YouTube as well so you can see Mike's goofy face and my goofy face uh, and all of our goofy shenanigans. Oh Lord Jesus! So it's 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 out there now. It's going to have to be on YouTube now. So it's it's done. It's okay. Um, so okay. So that first run kind of told you sucked. a little. Yeah, it sucked. What it sucked. what did you? How did the rest of the runs go? Like kind of 
from that first run, did you did you get to a point where you were like, oh yeah, I'm seeing kind of the benefit of this? Did you did you start to develop any kind of not? And I I say this word not in a negative connotation, but it's it's it sometimes can be a good one. Like any kind of addiction to the running. Like did you get really excited about for your next run to see what you could do? push yourself because that's that's what excites me right so like if i'm on a running plan and i'm doing a workout and i have that same workout say next week it gets me excited to see if i can do that workout better i don't know maybe that's just me you're just weird i know you're just weird that's fair no it's not no it's true actually because i remember um we went over i think i don't remember the exact record it was but like i ran 5k in like 33 minutes or 34 minutes i don't remember the exact time but it was like wow i did it I did it in that time and I beat my old record by almost four or five minutes yeah. when I ran that 5k in 37 minutes, seven, eight years ago. I'm like, Oh wow, I can do this. And for a 5k, and that's huge. I, oh, it is. I, it was ginormous. And I was like, yeah. Whoa, this is insane. So I started experimenting with like, you know, it was, it was a great way to clear my head because, you know, with work and with life and with everything going on, especially given the climate that we're in over, not just the last two years, but just, how things are in general now, I think there's a lot of heaviness in the world right now. And I think that's kind of affecting a lot of people on a worldwide basis. Yeah, I was always looking for a positive. I'm like, you know, let me try and because it's easy to go to the negative, especially in health and fitness. It's easy to be like, I don't look like that person and I'm not reaching this goal and this and that. Any progress is good progress. I yeah. think I've really learned that any progress is good progress. You know, going from a whole pizza to a slice of pizza, to me, that's 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 progress. That's learning to manage your, your portions or slimming down by 30 seconds or 45 seconds or maintaining or only going up just a smidge. Mm, that's that's Any- so true. Like when I like if I if I'm working with a client in the gym uh, and say we're working on strength, I'm like, all right, so let's just add from last week a pound to each side. Like it's that's a kilo. Like it doesn't seem like a lot, but that's progressive overload. That's that's better than it was the week before. And it doesn't have to be huge jumps. No, absolutely not. And I've worked when I'm doing my upper body workouts with Thor, like I've progressively added 15 pounds every few months. Like there'll be a few months of 60, then it goes to 75, mm. then it goes to 90. And I'm like, to me, it's just not, I've constantly been learning. The progress for me is having a, a regimen workout schedule and maintaining those things. I'm, I'm not looking for PRs in the gym always. My PRs are, did I go to the gym four days this week or five days this week? Did I maintain my caloric deficit? Did I track everything that I was supposed to? Am I making these you know, adjustments now to make this a forever change versus a fad diet? Yeah. And five, almost five years later, here I am still losing weight, maintain my body, maintain my health and fitness. And I think that is slowly becoming more and more of not just a Weight Watchers thing. Yeah. But I was getting more and more excited. And I was also experimenting with music because for me, music is something that not only runners can rely on, but for me, I wanted it to tell a story as I ran my 10K. Um, I incorporated songs that meant a lot to me that were part of my journey from day one. Um, of course, throw in some superhero music, some, you know, some dance bops, um, things that get you moving, the blood flowing, but also some songs that resonate with me and that motivate and inspire me to keep pushing when there was nothing left in the tank. And it did absolutely work with a song in particular, which I'll share later when we get through the race course. But I, it was something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And my coworkers did not hear the 
did not hear the end of it. Like it was my personality for three weeks. I'm like, oh, can't have that donut because I'm running a 10K or brought my chicken and rice to work because I'm running a 10K. Literally, they wanted me probably just to run out, run out of, the, of the office at this point. I mean, that's my about, personality. That's kind of like, that's, that's kind of what it turns into when you're a runner uh, or when you do a run or when you do a race or something. It's kind of like, it, it kind of, unlike anything that I've ever found, it engulfs everything that you do. And so all of a sudden, you're like, you're looking up stuff on, on Google about running. You're talking about running nonstop. Every time you have a workout, you're like, how can I work this into a conversation with this person that I'm at the grocery store checking out my groceries with? Like, you know, it's, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh hi, how are you today? Well, that's a rhetorical question from the grocery clerk. But from a runner, the answer is, well, I just did this run today. And let me tell you how it went while you check out my groceries, because I know you care. Exactly. Like everyone wants to hear about your running. Um, you know, just got some new shoes today at Famous Footwear because I'm running. Mm. Um, Famous Footwear, please sponsor me. I don't even think they're in Australia, but sponsor me. Anybody, hello. Are you, poaching my, are you poaching my podcast right now to, like, get sponsorship totally. for yourself? I, I, it, this is just a huge brand deal. That's cool. I mean, honestly, there are some brands in my DMs right now, and I'm like, ooh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna work some things out. This just turned into a whole brand deal. Like, I'm wearing my Adidas running shoes while sipping my uh, Poland Spring water bottle. Oh, my God. No, it just turns to a whole product placement. No, That's but fair. I, yeah, it really did become my life for the for the 30 days, but it was something that was positive about it. It wasn't like, and all my coworkers who are going to watch this YouTube channel, which I'm sure so, hey guys and gals, the, the tens and tens who are watching, uh, it was, it was good to have that because it kept me focused for those 30 days. And it yeah. reminded me that I can slip up here and there, but never let it slip up turn into a fall down yeah you know it's just like in running see here we go great segue in running you can have a slip but if you don't fall down yeah slip knocks a second or two off but yet you have a small slip you can just get right back off even if you tumble you get right back up Mm. unless you really hurt yourself but i was like and it really hit me with health and fitness because i had a real struggle with maintaining an accountability to my caloric deficit which when finally reaching out with you and Thor, it was like, Hey, I'm struggling because I still haven't really hit the accountability with my caloric deficit. Yeah. And that's hard coming from someone who was a chronic overeater and suffered from that emotional eating disorder. And I'm perfectly okay with admitting to that, that I had a problem with eating Mm. and that was over 25 years of it. And the running really reminded me that, Hey, you're not that person anymore. And you'll always have that in you. But you're not that person anymore. So let's act like the new Mike that we are. And let's remember where we once were, but use it as fuel and fire to keep going. So it definitely was a huge factor, not just to have supportive coworkers, friends, family, youth, or all of them. But I was doing this as another chapter and stepping stone. And another just look how far I've come just with the determination that I that I wanted this more than anything to get healthy, to not be a statistic and to kind of inspire not just myself but others around me in the cosplay community that you can do anything you put your mind to yeah. and that was really how it got me through all the way to of course the infamous day of march 5th which literally no sleep the night before like the week of i was just a nervous wreck and you and i were talking about it like i had emotions running high i was excited nervous ready to barf 
just it was just the night before I could not and would not lay down until like maybe five six hours before the race I'm like I have to get some sleep because this yeah. is not going to be good if I don't but at the 72 hours before I, I was so thankful I had the, the, the almost a few days off the work just to kind of get ready for it sure well that's I mean uh, I gotta say that's kind of you're in the majority there especially the night before a race um, so it's I'll always recommend to people get as much sleep as you can the week of because the night before you're probably not going to get that good of a sleep um but that's yeah i remember how nervous you were and i can definitely relate i think we all can those of us who have done big events whether it's a race whether it's you know a, a presentation whatever it is it's an excited sort of uh, excited energy but also a big nervous energy so let's let's go through the let's go through race day so you wake up talk us, let's, let's talk through it what time did All you right, wake up? Day. Um, it was probably like 4 a.m. and Ouch. I was ready to go. The night before, I went to um, the pre-race, like you know, get everything ready to go. Bought a pair of Under Armour shorts, ready to go. This is not a brand deal. That's just me just saying that I bought a pair of Under Armour shorts, and I had my Spidey shirt on. Nice. And um, I'm sure there's a photo that I'm sure will pop up somewhere. I, we're not that talented in terms of edit. I don't know, but I had it's on my Instagram at Mike to the fullest. Now that that's a plug. That's a plug. Mike like to the it. fullest. Mike number two to the fullest. Uh, go on. It's great. It's great fun. We did sassy, fun, and great. It's fun for the whole family. Anyway, but I had my Spidey shirt, my number pinned, um, which actually I don't remember. I think 938 was my number. 958, 938. It was a number that kind of – no, wait. You know what? We're going to go on a quick field trip to, yeah, the, because to it was, the metal. Hang it on. was, it was metal. definitely a number that meant something to you. I remember that. Yes. Let me um, – I think it was 924. It's apparently not enough. And it was like when September 24th, something happened, didn't it? Was that what it was? 921. 921. I don't have lights. I'm poor. What? No, 921. There we go. And then there, of course, is the metal in the dark. Great. Smashing. Just great. Stuff. 921, which I believe, actually, since we can, since now I'm remembering it, I was close. We started talking, I believe, around that date. I think that was mm. the big aha moment because I think we started our sessions in September of 2020. Yes. Yeah, two years no, ago. 20. About a year and a half ago now. Yeah. That's wild. And we haven't yeah. killed each other yet. That's great. Yet. <laughs> the third appearance on Breaking the Barrier. <laughs> no. <laughs> but 921, which I was like, okay, that's wild. I'm like, that's that's a sign. Um, and I did, yeah. So the night before, I was just like ready to go. And I'm like, I want to get this done. I'm nervous race day 4 a.m had my coffee had my protein bar had my water was ready to go drove down to downtown orlando it was incredibly dark it was i parked in a parking garage i literally listened to the legally blonde soundtrack because that was just my pump up music was so much better what you want legally blonde the remix like a lot of the the, the broadway soundtrack so nice. laura bell bundy if you ever hear this thank you so much um which we, we know she's watching. She's not listening. But to I, got, I got to the expo. <laughs> I got to the expo. Christian Borrell's there. Expo was great. Um, I was, again, just, I was stretching. I was listening to music. Um, I had Race Joy up, which was the app that um, we used during the race. Um, Thor was talking to me. Stephanie was talking to me, one of our team accountable people. You were, I believe, at the Batman premiere. You I was the at Batman. the Batman. Uh, was it the Batman premiere? Uh, yes, it was. It was the Batman premiere. Um, so that's right. where I he's was. Like, and then I, like, yeah. And then you what? 
No, I was going to say, then I started talking to you. Oh, no, I didn't actually get a chance to talk to you. After the Batman premiere, though, I did start following your race. Right. So yeah. let the record show that my, my my running coach and life coach went to a movie as I'm panicking. What did you just say? I said you were a supportive and great life coach, and everyone should follow your Instagram and your stories. That's what I thought you said. Continue your story. Uh, this is going to be used in evidence in court someday. Anyway... <laughs> I was just nervous, but I was like so hyped. And I'm like, this is going to be, regardless, it's going to be phenomenal in a good way or a bad way. And then they had donuts there. And I'm like, why are there donuts before an event? I don't get it. I'm like, I'm not having a donut because I remember one time having a donut before a run, not a good look. And that was like several years ago. But I was just stretching and listening to music and getting myself hyped up. And I was just staying away from people. I was like, I don't know any of these people. I'm a runner now and i don't know any of these fellow runners and i was just looking at downtown orlando it lights up beautiful in the morning and next thing you know we're getting in the corrals and like that's when like the oh shit i'm about to do this part of my language but i was like oh god what am i gonna do yeah how's it gonna work and the guy next to me was like this is like my 56th marathon of the year and i'm like you're crazy why am i doing this again and I literally, and of course, when I get nervous, I'll make a joke, which is obviously a coping mechanism. Really? So, do you do that? I've never, I've never experienced Cut that. to all of our sessions where I just make <laughs> jokes to break the tension. So the, the there's a hype warm-up guy. He goes, everybody ready? And I just hold, raised my hand up and yelled out, is it too late to quit? I'm good. I, <laughs> you could just take the red number off and everyone just starts laughing. And like, and like people, random strangers are like, you got this. I'm like, thanks. Um, if I don't die... I'll see you at the after party. If there's an after party, there's not an after party. It's like an after race expo. Um, so the horn sounded and I'm like, Oh, this is really happening. So we went off and I, and I remember the first thing you said to me was don't run the first mile or don't run out of the gate. Uh, no, what I said was don't, uh, just basically take it easy out of the gate. Um, run fine, but don't, sprint gun it yeah exactly and let me tell you the first mile was fun i mean the yeah. first wait am i am i cutting you off to your next trend your next uh segue point no 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 or no, no. okay i'm just making, making sure you, I, it's not always the mic show hey you give me too running. much credit man i, I don't have segue points i just make anyway, it as I go. transition points transition points because that's a running term hey. for runners hey that's where people the first pass mi- out. the first <laughs> The first mile was insane because I don't remember most of it, to be yep. honest. I had my first song up, which was – what was my first song? Uh, I think it was Walk on the Water by Britt Nicole, which ironically was a Biggest Loser song. And I'm like, it was – it's like a it's like a kind of Christian pop song, but it, it has a great message to it. And I'm like, cool. I like this song. And Physical by Dua Lipa comes on. And I'm just like – the first mile for me was like, let me get the emotional pump-up music going. Yeah. Race Joy, the app that was tracking me, does give me um, updates. Like, where am I at? So when I hear the little female voice, boop, mile, one, time, nine minutes. I heard nine minutes and I panicked. And I'm like, nine? I've never run a nine-minute mile. And then I'm thinking, is Melbourne Superman losing it on the chat right now because I ran a nine-minute mile? Well, what was your thought? It was funny because, like I said, I was tracking you for the first, like, three or four miles or so. And then, I, you know, I had to drift off and go to sleep um, because of the time difference. Um, but I remember looking at that and I'm like, 
for what he's been training and for what he's attempting to hit time-wise, he's gone out really quick. And so I was kind of worried. And then I saw this, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. So I was kind Spoiler of worried. Alert. I was kind of worried. I was like, oh man. I, I will say that I was, so I didn't think of, and I heard like Race Joy gives you like updates from like your friends saying like, you know, Stephanie said this, Andrew said this. I didn't check, think to check Instagram during the run because I'm like, I'm a runner and I'm running. Why would I check Instagram while I'm running? But during a walk point in mile two, I flipped my phone on and I see what you were saying. I think it was mile three or four, to be honest. But I was yeah. like, the second mile, I'm like, all right, slow it down. So I'm like, every, like the, the orange cones were lying the entire courseway. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to run five, run five cones, walk five cones, run five cones, walk five cones. Then it turned to run five cones, walk 10 cones, run five cones, walk 10 cones. And then when mile two got announced, I was like, mile two, time, 10, 17. I'm like, why am I still going this fast? I'm slowing down. What is this? And I'm like, did I just turn into the flash? I don't know. Because I was panicking a little bit on the race course. I'm like, why am I going too fast? I, I've slow, legitimately slowed down. And I just remember seeing each mile marker go by and I'm like clapping for myself because I'm weird. And I'm like, yay, mile two, everyone. And we're at mile two. And everyone's like, shut up, we're running. And I'm like, all right, no one said that. <laughs> it's very serious running here at the best damn race 5K, 10K, half marathon, double challenge, whatever you want to call it. Whatever it is. I got to mile three. I what? Whatever it is. Whatever it is. I was at mile three and I'm like, oh my God, I'm right at the halfway point. This is amazing. Oh my gosh, of the 6.2, never hit the point two mile run and mile three came up and i'm like oh my god i'm like really killing it right now how the hell am i killing it right now and i'm like it's because i'm a runner damn it and you're doing this and you're mm. like making this go i was way ahead of schedule because i had planned my music out by like mile one i want to be at this mile two i want to be at this mile three was like the britney spears power hour because it was all britney music because if anything knows britney spears is you know free britney forever and always nice but britney was playing at mile four and i'm like oh i am really ahead of schedule and then that's when not the cramping hit but my ankle started to kind of tweak a little bit and i'm like shoot what do i do and i'm like all right let me stop for like let me walk for a few seconds i tried rolling out my ankle a little bit stretching it kind of like you know flexing my feet i'm like all right maybe it's just like pulled something really quick and then like the fatigue hits you like that and i'm like ah oh, crud mile four was probably the struggle point for me and then i saw your notes um i was walking and i'm like all right well i built up a little bit of time let me get into mile four and i saw your notes and you're like dude what are you doing you're running so fast okay you're doing fine okay and then at the end you're like fuck it get to fifth get under an hour and i was like well guess i guess i guess we're going under an hour yeah i think i said it's under 65 under, under, under 65 under, minutes under uh because yeah because as as i see you going like my my mentality changed from oh man he's he's gonna blow up and then i'm like he's not blowing up yet oh he's really not blowing up yet all right all right let's go with this let's just see if we let's see how um because that's the thing about racing and running, right? It's never, you never sort of, um, you, you, you essentially just want to see how long you can tolerate pain and tolerate discomfort, tolerate the pain cave, right? And, uh, and my, my friends over at the Running Public podcast said something really great the other day. They said, you never, it never gets to a point where it stops hurting, but you get better at tolerating it. So 
the more you can push that in a race, the better. So it's like you've now set yourself a great, well, you have started to set yourself a great baseline because we're not going to get to the spoilers yet. So sorry, continue. Yes. So mile four was the struggle bus mile for me. So I had a draw upon strength. So I call that the flashback mile, to be honest, like the mile four, mile five. As, as I was getting to downtown Orlando, um, one of the songs that really is part of my um, my rendering is Head Above Water by Avril Lavigne, which you would think Avril Lavigne, skater boy, complicated, like she was the punk rock girl of the 2000s. She wrote this banger of a song where it's just keeping your head above water, you know, getting through stuff in life. And that when that was thrown on, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm halfway more than halfway through a 10K. And then it just hits you. It hit me all at once where I was like four years ago, I was almost 300 pounds. Mm. I was given, you know, flashback to episode one of my breaking the barrier thing uh, thing, the podcast, nice. the wonderful podcast I was on. Yes, yes, yes. Um. I was at a very low point in 2018 before I met Thor. And then even three years ago before me, uh, you know, Mr. Andrew over here, I was at a very low point in my life. And I didn't think I was going to get much further in life get, going the way I was going. And I remember being at that crossroads in 2018 of like, I'm going to either do this or I'm going to have a really horrible time in life and not really live life to the fullest to what I, what my potential was. Yeah. And I, all the flashbacks of the last four years was going through my head. The first workouts I had, uh, meeting Thor for the first time in Vegas in the late of the first year that I worked with him. Um, even the pandemic, going through all the changes in my life. And I'm like, I've gone through so much. I can get through two more miles, 2.2 more miles. Yep. I'm like, I can get through this. I, I, can, I can collapse on the field when this is over. I can do whatever it takes, but you are built, you are built different now. Mm. You are built way stronger than you ever had. We are not giving up. We are not quitting. I don't care if we don't hit 65. You are not giving up. You have to fight for this. You're going to, you have to earn that medal right now. This is where you go. This is where it comes. This is where dreams are made and people are made at this point. So we need to keep going. So it was all of that in the mentality and just enjoying and being grateful for how much I've had with cosplay with you, with Thor, with my people at the Gotham Underground, the people with Costumes of the Cause, all the groups I'm part of here in Central Florida, and just being grateful for the community that I have become part of mm. and that everyone is rooting for me, everybody, and now I'm rooting for me. And I'm like, that was the lock for me to unlock in mile five was like, I'm not doing this just for everyone else. I'm doing it to prove to that 16-year-old kid in high school who could not run a lap in gym class, who had his gym teacher talk incredibly negative about him behind his back. Because apparently, yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, you know kids can be cruel in high school. Sometimes the teachers are the cruelest. Yeah, because they don't know that kids can hear. And they don't know that kids talk. And they don't know that other teachers who can call them out on their absolute baloney mm. will tell the kids. So I had a high school gym teacher that did not support me whatsoever again i tried basketball for once and it was like i was crappy at it but i'm like i tried but i was it was i think i'm in the, my high school yearbook i was in one picture of the basketball team and i was like yeah look mom and dad i played sports in high school <laughs> it was me proving to my parents that i was sporty i just thought it was cool to wear the uniform but that was just me but it was all of that for 
10, 15, 20 years of just all of that, me never achieving something in physical greatness. Here it was. It's right here. It's two miles away. It's just down that street. You go get it. And you prove to yourself that you are stronger than yesterday. Let's go, Britney Spears reference. Come on. I love it. <laughs> anyway, mile five. When I had the flashback mile, mile five was like, all right, this is it. I wasn't paying attention to my watch. I was like one foot in front of the other. Let's go. Let's do this. Um, mile five, I got a resurge. And as you will, you'll explain in mile five that you noticed something that happened. What happened for me between mile four and five, Andrew? Which part? You mean when you got faster? Yeah, let's talk about that faster <laughs> moment, shall we? I somehow got faster because usually in most of my runs, I was getting slower because I wasn't – one of the big things you told me was to maintain energy for those last two miles, which clearly it somehow kicked in. Maybe mm -hmm. it was the Britney Spears. Maybe it was the flashbacks. Maybe it was just going through 20 years of mental trauma and realizing how much stronger than I was. I don't know. But mile four to five, I went back up yeah. in time. I went back down in time, up in time. Seven time, I don't know. So, yeah, you basically you started to get faster again, and it was like, because at this point I had not seen, like I had no, like I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, you left on a cliffhanger. Yeah, and then in the morning, the first thing I did was because the first thing I did in the morning when I woke up, I didn't check in with you. I wanted to see how you did in the race first so I could be prepared for the conversation that we might have. Because I was prepared for two things. A, you kept it up. Or B, you spectacularly bombed out in the last two miles. Which either one I was ready for and either one was fine. It was just, you know, one would have been a better result for you than the other. And I saw that and I was looking at it and I was like, I think you negative split this thing. Like, it just became, it looked like I saw from uh, that fourth mile to the fifth mile, you could see in the numbers that there was a change of attitude there. It was like just a complete change of attitude. And I was like, something clicked in him. And he decided to go the extra 10% today. Uh, because that's that's something that we've always talked about, right? Where you've, <laughs> you've done this thing where you go 90% and then it kind of peters out. And I saw that and I was like, well, today he went to the extra 10% and that's a big milestone for him. It was because I had always like, you can't just rest on your laurels because I had lost so much weight in those last three, four years. I mean, the, I could, I could make an excuse of the pandemic. I can make an excuse of a new job that went bad. I can make every excuse in the book, but at the end of the day, I'm like, you're only doing yourself a disservice if you make excuses for what you couldn't do. Hmm. And I was like, it really hit me, especially in that point. And we, we even had further success in the last, you know, six weeks leading up to it. But mile five, it was cobblestone. It was all like not big cobblestone, but it was a different texture on the ground. It wasn't a flat because yeah. Moses course was at sea level being flat. It was city streets and then some cobblestone. Mm. I knew I had to push in mile five because I wanted, I really wanted under 65. I'm like, if soup said under 65, let's get under 65 or at least damn near try it. Mm. I will tell you mile five. I felt great. And I was so excited to see mile six. I'm like, all right, but I was cutting it so close. According to my records, I did not realize that my stopwatch was a little bit faster than what the record showed. Yeah. So in my head, 
the music slowed down. Everything went slow. And I thought, I'm like, why are my legs moving faster? I felt like I was running in place for a minute. And mile six, I, you could see the finish line from the point two. I was yeah. getting back towards the lake of in Orlando, Lake Eola. And I said, when you see that lake, that's the final push. No matter what you're feeling, you need to push. Mm. I don't care where you are. You need to push because this is where this is it. This is the last stretch. I was exhausted. I was tired. I had a blood blister on my foot. I was, which I found out later was a blood blister, which I didn't know was possible, but I'm like, all right, because we're runners now. Mm. And I'm like this, I was in so much discomfort. I was in a walk cross finish line and I almost did. I almost did. I was arounding the corner to the last maybe 600 yards. There's the finish line. I turned the corner and it's just a straightaway right into the finish. Right. Mm. Um, I blacked out during this part too, because I was <laughs> like, I was walking and I'm like, people are cheering and people are clapping. And I look at my wristwatch. I have 90 seconds across the finish line. If I want to finish under 65 yeah. and I'm like 90 seconds to run 600 yards. That's oh hard. God. I was like, no, yes, no, yes, no, maybe. What do I do? What's 600 like, yards? You keep talking. I'm going to find out. Uh, great. This is like a math problem. If Mike can run 600 yards in 90 seconds to complete his dreams, solve for X. Yeah, that's, that's really fast. So 600 yards is about 550 meters. To give you an idea, to do that in 90 seconds, that's, um, that's really fast. <laughs> I'm hoping it was 600 yards. I hope I'm not overestimating. Now I'm overestimating. But well, I, I mean, in my head. Say at best it was. Say at best it was 400 meters, or say at worst it was like 400 meters. Say that's what's right. That? It, it was. I was like, it, it looked like about 600 yards. It was. Still it was like fast. It was at least. It looked like a football, not a football field, but a half football field. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how many yards that a football field. Is a football field 100 yards? I don't know. I don't play sports. I think it is. Uh, this is horrible. I'm an American. Football's like the biggest thing here since like, you know, Buffalo Wings. And I don't know how many yards are in a football field. Well, okay. So, okay. Well, to put it in context, if you're at say, mile six and there's 0.2 miles left, that's about, that's just under, so that's about 400 meters. 6.2. Okay. So I, I was probably on point, okay. but I, the music stopped for me. I paused the music because I'm like, I want to hear this last 0.2 miles. Hmm. And... I wanted to be in the moment. So I turned off the music. I was like over a mile ahead in my um, sound, in my playlist. I'm like, all right, I beat my record of like, I think I had 80 minutes of music on my phone. I'm like, all right, 80 minutes was my original goal. Then it was 65. I ran, I ran those last 600 yards. I was screaming something and I don't remember exactly what I was screaming. I, I think it was, let's go best damn race Orlando. Let's do this you know, achieving my dreams. I don't know. It was some lifetime movie crap that I was screaming out loud. <laughs> I didn't care. I didn't care what I was screaming at that point, as long as it wasn't obscene. And all I remember hearing as I crossed the finish line, I hear my name and my city. And I just, there's a photo on my Instagram. I cried at the very end. Mm. I felt the tears in my eyes. And I don't think I cried hard, but like I I'm clapping for myself. I'm cheering for myself. I crossed that finish line. I made sure my foot hit that like little, um, I think it's where the timer and the chip and the reader, like, you yep. know, like you cross over like a little barrier or a little, like a uh, little 
like a it little hill. Beeps, it's timing mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I stomped on that. I'm like, I made sure that they registered that time. I'm like, stomp, got over it. My stomach seized up so badly. I think I, it was just adrenaline and just pure, like I wanted to cross that damn finish line and make mm. sure it was good. So I don't know what you medically call that. I think it's just cramping, but I hardcore, my stomach was like, I'm about to barf all over this finish line. Nice. That's uh, that's nice. That's fun. Runner. Yay. 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 Feelings. It was feelings. And then I was hobbling down the finish path. Like and they're like they're like all right come on keep moving I'm like I just ran what do you mean keep moving doesn't that suck that's and the I, worst part that's the worst part I had to hobble over to the metal desk to the metal state the metal like people were holding out the medals right I literally knelt my head down like I was like the queen of England I'm like medal me bitch and I'm like give me the medal put it over my neck and the guy like just awkwardly hands me the medal and goes here you go congratulations I'm like all right fine I'll crown myself thank you yeah and as I think, I'm walking I think that yeah. there's a thing like that. Uh, at the last Spart- couple Spartans that they're not, I think it's like a COVID thing where they're not actually putting medals on people's necks anymore. I don't know. Maybe. Gee, thanks, COVID. <laughs> Wonderful. I hobble over to the tent, to the finished tent. My time did not register. And I was like, I looked at this lady dead in the eye and said, do you mean I have to run this all over again? And she started laughing. She goes, no, sweetie. Take your race, Joy. Go over to the, there was a command center next to the finish line. Like, they'll they'll take care of it, right? And then my chip time registered like maybe 10, 15 minutes later. Yeah, I don't know what it's happened. It's delayed sometimes. I It was a serious delay. Because it, it happens to end every one, every like 500 races. I'm like, oh, so I'm the lucky winner? Great. Can I get two medals for this, please? Because I'm dealing with this anxiety that I don't know if my time registered or not. And I showed them the race, Joy, and I saw 102.58. And I was like, wait, what? So now my first thought was, yay, oh my God, I beat my time by so much, or yay, I did it. I was like, you mean to tell me I could have walked the last 400 meters? <laughs> you mean to tell me I just had that dramatic moment out there screaming at the top of my lungs for nothing? Let me let me let you in on a little secret, Mike. Um, the right. best runs, no, no, this isn't bad. The best runs are the runs where you get to a point uh, or a race and you get to a point where you've got X amount of uh, distance left and you look at your watch or your whatever and you're like, I could go really slow for the last part of this race and still hit the target. That's a great moment because it's like, it's like, it's like, okay, I've really worked hard and now I can just kind of screw around for the last kilometer or whatever and still hit my target. So I still have energy. Either way, this is going to be great. I can really smash my target or I can just kind of take the rest of the race easy and hit my target. Um, it's a great feeling. Just to just to like walk around the finish line like a supermodel and just be like, oh, here I am. Here I lady. am under 65 minutes. Under <laughs> 65 minutes. Ah, running. And I'm like, no. So I smashed it and then I proceeded to, you know, just crash and burn into the expo after party 10. So let me let me paint a picture. I don't know if this is how they do it in just America or in Australia or whatever. So th- the PR bell is there, and I I rang the crap out of that PR bell. Was screaming about my ten minute nineteen PR, which is not really a PR because I this is the baseline race I had, but we're going off five k time. Well, I it's had... it's a five k PR. It's 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 a five like it doesn't. Okay, so the way the PRs work, it doesn't really relate to your 10 uh to your uh sorry it's a 10k pr it doesn't really correlate to your 5k pr in terms of a 10 minute pr that said 
it's probably what was your original 5k 3719 37. so it's probably like a, a couple minute pr i'd say it, it was a pr regardless yeah it was like personal record we're, we're just gonna we're gonna ring the bell i saw the bell earlier that point i'm like i'm gonna ring you i'm gonna ring that bell ring ding ding you know ding dong guess who's here mike the runner and then i went to the gear tent to grab my belongings uh and they and kicked you I out because you said all that stuff out loud <laughs> what ring ding ding yes. <laughs> this guy get him out of here stop <laughs> it you are soiling the name of the serious runner club here give us our medal back you dork give, you you what i dorkopotamus to the extreme so I hobbled over to the food tent. Now, I don't know if this is a regular thing, but I – and I told uh, Soups this at the end of it. So I smelled pizza. Mm. I smelled Papa John's pizza. And I'm like – I'm looking at this this tent of food. Like there's pizza. There's donuts. There's Nutri-Green bars. There's chips. There's cookies. There's soda. There's water. And at the very end, there's bananas and oranges. And I'm like – I saw someone with a banana earlier. I'm like, where'd you get that banana? He goes, oh, it's at the food tent. And I'm like – you know, pretending to do a 10K again, going to the food tent. I'm like sprinting over. I'm not sprinting. I'm like gently walking over. That's fair. I They, they were about to hand me a slice of pizza. I'm like, nah, can I get a banana and a Nutri-Green bar? So I took my banana and Nutri-Green bar. That was the best damn banana. Funny about the best damn race. But this was the, it was the best damn banana I ever had. Like that was that was like God's candy. Like I was so ready Food to go. after a long run or a long, the longest thing you've ever done. That's the best. It, whatever you it eat was, first after a long race is like the best thing you've ever eaten. That Nutri-Grain bar like went down like it was like I, I was like it was like I just almost shoved the whole Nutri-Grain bar in my mouth. Like I was like ready to go. Nice. But and then water, of course. And then I got my photos near Lake Eola with my little medal. Like, yeah. And then proceeded to go home and then immediately pass out after the race. I also had bad like not to be TMI, but like gastrointestinal like i like my body just gave out for the rest of the day um apparently um i don't know if i should admit this on camera but like the post race like just yeah. my body just wanted just, all runners no. deal with it don't worry <laughs> what the post race poop well yeah uh post pre some during which is fun that's called a code brown for everybody listening look it up google it uh but don't eat while you're doing it Ew, gross. Yeah, I really had to use the bathroom after the race, like, badly. Like, And it was, like, on the car ride home. It wasn't, like, at – oh, and side note, he told me to make sure I used the bathroom before the race, like, 87 times because the lines for the bathroom at a 5, 10K half challenge are ridiculous told you. to the ninth degree. I, thank God I went to the bathroom before, and I even tried one more time before, but, like, bodily functions. Like, if, we'll put a time marker. Skip to this section. But, like, I really had to use the bathroom after the race. Like, just my entire body wanted to shut down. And I was in the middle of the freeway. And for those who are from Orlando, my coworkers, hey, um, I-4 is a pain in the butt. It's a really horrible highway in Orlando. I was like, cool, I'm going to code brown all over the car. Great, good time. We are cool. leaving I'm this in, by the way. I'm leaving all of this okay. in. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. You know what? If anyone can learn from my almost code brown, then you know what? I've done a service to the world. But, yeah, that happened. And then I passed out for about four and a half hours after the race. Like I legit crawled into my shower, got cleaned up and crawled into my bed for four and a half hours. Mm. And then I had the post-race meal of gods that I probably shouldn't admit. Well, I mean, you knew it. And so did it. Thor. But yeah, I had a post-race pizza. That's fine. And that's fine. Do you know what? Some, and as I've always said, keep, keep accountable and to the plan 
as much as you can. But every now and then, it's okay to do that, especially after a big effort uh, to reward yourself. You know, eventually we want to get to a place where we can re reward ourselves with something a little bit healthier, but nobody's perfect. I do it too. I'm like, you know what? I had a big race. I put pineapple on the pizza. Does that count? No. That's healthy. No, it doesn't. It's a fruit on a pizza. I mean, yeah. come on. Listeners, back me up. In the comments below, isn't pineapple on pizza amazing? Thank you. No, no, it's not. Now I'm going to Actually, I, I do like pineapple on pizza. I, I like pineapple on pizza. Thank you. But it's, I'm not saying that makes it more healthy. I'm just saying I enjoy it. So everybody Subscribe. who doesn't like pineapple on pizza, y'all can fight me. Subscribe. Y'all can fight me. Oh, now now the Americans coming out. Yeah. Well, it's funny, though, because we're both from New Jersey, and that's not – pineapple on pizza is not really a big thing in New Jersey. Oh, no, God. You get looked at in Jersey. Yeah, halfway you just don't twice. do it. It's not something Hawaiian that's Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, nobody I does love that. that this serious, like, life-changing discussion has also turned into pooping and then also pineapple on pizza. I well, mean, yeah. this is, like, the best, best podcast ever, right? Yeah, I right, mean, totally. It's where we cover, we cover everything. Um, we, 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 so, yes. Okay. That was my 10K. So, that was, was your 10K. insane adventure. Um, it was an insane adventure of a lifetime, and – I do see the medal in my cosplay room, and when I'm like doing cosplay stuff, I look occasionally look over and see my number and my medal. I'm like, "Whoa, I did that once. That was great." Which I think leads me, I think, into uh, another thing that we're going to talk about. I'm sure. Yeah, let's do it. Do. All right. Well, you thought I was crazy then. Get ready for episode three in 2023, where Mike just registered yesterday. We're going back to Orlando, same time next year, but it's not for the 10K. We're going for the gold, man. We're going for a half marathon next that year. That is 21.1 kilometers of true glory. I have to basically run the course twice. Thankfully, I know the course now. I think it's going to be the same course because I think they keep the same course every year just for simplicity. Yeah. So basically, it's doing that twice. And I was like, and then I legit was I was registering for it. Ironically, in downtown Orlando, I was with my partner at a clothing thrift store. And they announced on email, hey, we're doing a blitz. Um, register for next year's event. It's like $50 in U.S. money. I'm like, yo, that's a great deal. Let me do it. And I literally did not hesitate to register for the half marathon. And then afterwards, I had the pre-film like, oh, no, here I go again. <laughs> what wacky adventure like into this time? I'm going to die. Probably again. Probably. But it's going to be fine because we're going to be fine. We've got over a year and about three to six months out, we'll really start to work for it. Maybe six months out, we'll start to work toward it. Um and anything more than that, like, we don't need to. But we'll we'll continue your running uh, base building, but then we'll start to really specifically prepare when we get closer to it. So that's really exciting. He's going to try and he's gonna try murder me, just saying. Yeah, we're going sub two, man. You're going sub two. It's going to be great. We're going, we're going DEFCON 5, man. This is going to be insane. But, I mean, to just put it lightly, the big thing in Orlando and the big thing in here is the Disney marathons. Like, the, they are just. The dopey challenge. You got to do that one. I, I would be dopey to do it. So that the, the that's episode four. We're, we're playing like a seven episode arc series of breaking the barrier, the Mike running podcast episode, the, the mini series. It's like a seven episode series. We're going to sell it to Netflix. It's going to be great. You'll play yourself. Fine. I'll play myself. It's fine. We'll put Ryan Reynolds in there somewhere. We'll yeah, find a spot for great. him. Um, but yeah, so no, yeah, but the, the Disney races are run. Disney people are a special brand of runners. Yeah, I love following their stuff. You, they do some. They, they are insane. Yeah, I am. They're all amazing people. Great, more props in. But that includes like photos of like with the characters. I would too busy be dying and going running through all four parks of Walt Disney World through Orlando. I, listen, they could just no, maybe never, never say never because I'm registered for a half. But like, you'll do it. The Dopey Challenge is like what the half. The it's every race. Yeah, yeah. That's just 
that's dopey. Yeah, and it's like back to back days, so it's like it's crazy. Oh, you yeah, you you you're not going to be able to use your legs for a week. No, it's fine. Um, so yeah, that's that. So okay, well, congratulations, Mike. Thank uh, you. Before we wrap up, I want to do a bit of a lightning round of questions with you, just for all my uh, runners and people interested uh, in some of the stuff that I'm about to ask you. Um, okay. All right. So don't think too go. much. Uh, I'm not going to do these too fast because I'm kind of making them up as I go. And I was thinking about them oh before we went. Okay. So uh, first, uh, yes. what shoes did you wear when you ran? New Balance. They're red. They're right there. I'm sorry. Nikes. Red Nikes. That's very different from New Balance. Do you know what brand, like what model of Nikes or no? Um, we're going on a room tour again. This is my room. I have them right here. I didn't get rid of them. So these are the shoes and they are Nike Revolution. Okay. Size 13. Cool. Um, your shirt, your Spider-Man shirt, moisture wicking, sweat wicking? Yes. Not cotton? We will show that off. Yes. This was the shirt, the absolute shirt that I ran, Spider-Man, Under Armour. Under Armour? And Under Armour shorts? And the shorts are... Under Armour shorts. So Under Armour, if you're listening, which I'm sure you're not, hey. We're not getting you any brand deals. Uh, nutrition before the race. You had a protein bar. What type of protein bar? Quest protein bars. Probably some of the best damn protein bars I've ever had. A Quest protein bar. Um, I had that. It was probably cookies and cream flavor. And nice. I had a Wawa 20-ounce coffee with um, almond milk and French vanilla creamer. Okay. Um Song that you're most embarrassed to tell people that is on your playlist. Mm. I'll tell you mine. Mine's uh, Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid, but it's on there. How, how is that embarrassing, though? That's like, that's like you, you look like Prince Eric, so you can, you can, you're fine. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Um, uh, most embarrassing song. Um, Con I Joe? Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. I love that. Con I Joe. I love Cotton Eye Joe. That's brilliant. All right. That, 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 that's, such a, that's such a 90s song. I love it. I don't really have it. There's a little bit of everything in my playlist. It's like a little bit of everything. Right on. Um, first thing you decided to – sorry. Uh, first thing you thought when you crossed the finish line in terms of uh, running again, uh, racing again. That was fun. I actually kind of want to do this again at some point. Cool. All right. Because that runner's high is there. It was there. It was so there. Nice. And in terms of running specific gear, you, you mentioned stopwatch. Do you run with a Garmin? Do you run with – what do you run with? Anything? Uh, map My Ride on uh, – Map My Ride, which I think is Under Armour. It's an app on my smartphone. Cool. I use that. All right. And do you have a Strava? What is that? That's so my answer to the question. Strava is kind of like uh, – it's, like it's a running app that – tracks everything that you do it's fun okay. negative i just use map my ride cool uh best advice for first time to give to somebody who wants to sign up for their first race don't i'm just kidding um <laughs> uh don't overthink it don't overthink it um have a plan and set expectations low that way you can smash it and what if anything would you change from this race uh, in terms of how you performed uh, as in your uh, not technique, but your plan during the race. Uh, no emotional screaming at the very end, but also probably, honestly, I don't really know what I would change to be honest. Cause I think I, I achieved everything I wanted in that race. But I think if I had to pick one, 
maybe in between miles two and three slow really slow it down to a point where it was like 11 or 12 minutes a mile so probably slow it down in mile three so that i wouldn't have a emotional mental breakdown in mile four but then that kind of helped me for mile five but i would say that's the one thing probably slow it down in mile three I think emotional breakdowns in races are sometimes ine- uh, inevitable. You get to that. You, you get know to those, about that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get to those points where in some races, and sometimes it comes harder than others, but you get to a point in a race where you're just like, I am so done. Um, like even if it's even if it's like a even if it's like a like a like a mile, right? And you're just running that for speed. You probably get to about seven, eight hundred, maybe nine hundred meters in, and you're like, dude, I can't do this anymore. But then somehow you just you figure it out. You figure out. A, are you going to keep going and just hurt yourself a little bit longer in a in a, in a positive way and be uncomfortable, or are you going to stop? Um, and that's that's a decision that we always have to make, and that decision is sometimes harder than it is on some occasions than others. Um, right on. Well, those are all the questions that I could think of that I thought uh, would just be fun to go on a rant about. But yeah, man, that's it. That's all I got. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, follow your dreams. Live long and prosper, um, and I don't know. Go with God. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> That's uh, fun. Just no. I, I think that this has been a wonderful, positive experience for me. Um, I'm a runner now, as I've said probably 84 times, and I probably will have that on my tombstone. I'm a runner now. Nice. Um, I I just had a great time. I look forward to our next chapter with the half marathon. Um, I look forward to possible episode three, where it's just even more craziness that happens and more wonderful stories. And I'm just, I'm grateful that, and I I think the last thing I want to leave on is, and this is something that I've really honed in on the last year is that going through any sort of transformation, whether it be running health and fitness, it's going to get to a point where you emotionally and mentally will break down. It's inevitable. You're going to eventually get to a point where you question every single thing that you have done in your life. I questioned it, especially during that 30 days and mm. especially in the race. And I'm really, I, even in the month or two past the race, every ounce of tears, sweat, blood, whatever, whatever, right. It's all going to be worth it in the end. Yeah. All the, all the pain and heartache I went through from high school on all the things I went through up until even the four years of doing this transformation, I'm grateful every single day that I'm going through what I've gone through because I wouldn't be the person that I am today. I wouldn't have learned the lessons that I've learned. And I don't think I would be as successful as I am today in every facet of my life. I feel like I have really achieved so much more than what I could have had I never started this. So get started today, get your journey started, take the small steps, whatever it takes, honestly, because eventually small things do lead to big things and you'll be thankful that you at least started that's probably what I would leave on. I love that. All right. Well, we'll end on that note then. Look, Mike, thanks. Thanks so much for coming and talking about your epic race. Uh, for everybody listening, you can find Mike at Mike to the fullest, Mike number two, the fullest on Instagram. Not Twitter. Just Instagram. Just Instagram. Um, okay. Twitter, Twitter. I'm on Twitter, but not really. Um, TikTok, sure. Facebook, no, not, not that. But um, yeah, Instagram mainly. I, you can DM me. It's all fun. Good times. Um, hey, Andrew, where can they reach you? They can find me at Melbourne Superman on Instagram, Melb Superman on Twitter, and Breaking the Barrier podcast on Instagram, which isn't really active. I post mostly for that. If you're interested in life coaching PT or uh, an intro to running plan, 
contact me at melbournesuperman at gmail.com or on my Instagram. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to myself and Mike on the Breaking the Barrier podcast, where we hope to inspire you to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. Thanks again so much for listening, and we will catch you next time.